This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great to have you. It is the Joe Pag Show for your Tuesday. So if you were in charge, if you could help our friend Israel or advise our friend Israel, what would you say? What would you do? Should should we be involved at all? Should our involvement happen at all? Now, I'm going to talk to Robert Sherman an hour from now. He's from News Nation. He is a reporter who's in Tel Aviv. We talk to him. You see him. You hear him. Uh, he, he fills us in on exactly what he's hearing from the people of Israel. Uh, he says that rockets are not only coming in from Gaza, they're also coming in from Lebanon. They're also coming in from Syria. He says probably independent actors, not state actors. We, we've also heard rumors about the Taliban wants to get approval from Iran to go through Iran to get to, to Israel. So they can attack as well. Many say it could be. Reports literally have said in the Wall Street Journal and, and elsewhere that they want to bring some of the equipment that we left there in Afghanistan to use it against our friend Israel. So what would you do? What is the right move for the United States? And then we've got members of Congress that are saying ridiculous things. Members of Congress that are supporting Palestine, what would be Palestine. Understand this, there is no Palestine. There isn't one. They want there to be one. They've been offered the opportunity to have one. But you're talking about people who are from Egypt and Jordan, who are in the Gaza Strip. And in fact, I talked to Lieutenant Colonel Jeffrey Atticott on this program today, make sure you stick around, about why did Israel give up Gaza in 2005. Understand, Israel has not occupied the Gaza Strip since 2005. And he says it actually goes back to the late 70s, where Egypt should have taken control of Gaza, but didn't want it. They didn't want those people to be part of Egypt. Now, you've got to figure out the actual history of the area. I think uh, Eben Brown did a great job from Fox News Radio yesterday explaining a lot of what that area is about. But here's where we are. We had a terrorist attack, a surprise, unprovoked terrorist attack happened on Israel where over a 1,000 people are dead. Many were at a music um, get-together. Many others were celebrating the end of a Jewish holiday. Others were just hanging out at their houses on a Saturday or a Sunday and were just killed where they sat. And if you've got a strong stomach, go look it up. It's all over the Internet. If you don't, don't look it up. Just take my word for it. What would you do? Well, how would you advise them? What should happen now? Because you've got some people who want all-out war. All-out war, Israel versus what would be Palestine or something? Is that what we want? Or do we want to go and get Hamas? Listen, when Israel gave up Gaza and left, they also sat back and said, yeah, elect anybody you want to be the government. And the people of Gaza elected Hamas, a terrorist organization, to be their government. That's an issue. And now you've got members of our Congress supporting the Palestinian side against Israel and members of our Congress saying de-escalate it would almost be like saying, okay, 9-11 happens, 3,000 Americans are killed, let's not do it, let's just de-escalate. Let's not do anything in return. That would be ridiculous. That would be absolutely crazy. So de-escalate is actually taking the side of the terrorists, and then Rashida Tlaib, as she's wont to do, 
always takes it to the next level. Carrie, what have you got on, on, on our good friend Rashida Tlaib from Michigan? Yeah, this is from the New York Post. Representative Rashida Tlaib has been ripped for displaying a Palestinian flag outside her Capitol office, even after the slaughter of innocent Israelis by Hamas terrorists, leading a fellow lawmaker to formally push to end this silliness. And the outspoken squad member, who is of Palestinian descent, went viral late Monday when a photo of the flag shared by a Washington Examiner reporter was viewed more than two million times. A GOP representative, Max Miller of Ohio, was among those replying to it, sharing an image showing he introduced an amendment that would ban foreign flags from Congress. The Palestinian flag should not have a place here, Miller tweeted. Instead, the halls of Congress belong to America and should be reserved for flags that embody our great nation, he wrote on X. And that's why I sponsored an appropriations amendment to end the silliness, he said in reply to the photo of Tlaib's flag-adorned door. On Sunday, Tlaib slammed Israel's occupation policies while saying she grieves those killed as violence engulfed the region following Hamas's unprecedented invasion of the Jewish state from Gaza. The progressive lawmaker issued the statement decrying Israel as an apartheid state after some of her fellow squad members sparked controversy for urging a ceasefire in the Middle East. Carrie, thank you. So that, that's the mindset of Rashida Tlaib, somebody who has duly been elected to Congress from the great state of Michigan. What the hell's the matter with you, Michigan? Stop it. I don't care if you're Muslim or Jew or Christian or what. This is not the person to go and represent any district in this great land. Somebody who's so stupid that she not only flies the Palestinian flag outside of her office, there is a picture that clearly also shows the pride flag. Now, let me be as clear as I can here. Palestinians do not accept people who are gay. If you're gay in Iran, if you're gay in what would be Palestine, if you're gay in fill-in-the-blank theocratical government that's run by Islam, you are thrown from the highest building to your death. Don't take my word for it. Look it up. There literally are pictures of gay people being thrown from buildings to their death. Rashida Tlaib wants us to believe that she is a supporter of what would be Palestine, and she claims to have Palestinian heritage, which is hard to do because it doesn't exist. She probably has Jordanian or Egyptian heritage. But having said that, she claims to be for Palestine, what would be Palestine, and at the same time wants you to believe that she's for those who are gay, those who are homosexuals, those who are bisexuals, those who are fill-in-the-blank in that Organize LGBTQXYZ123. She wants you to believe she's for both. And I dare her, I triple dog dare her, to go to her, which she says is her familial homeland, what would be Palestine, go to Gaza and wrap yourself in the pride flag. Go ahead. Feel free. See, at this point, like was 9-11, we knew that the Taliban gave safe harbor to Al-Qaeda to pull off the attacks. So we had every right to go and get rid of Al-Qaeda, eviscerate them. And then when ISIS started to come up, and of course Obama called them ISIL, instead of the Islamic State of Iraq and Syria, he wanted to be the Islamic State of Iraq and the Levant. The Levant also includes Israel. So that's, that's where his mindset was. That's why he always called it ISIL. When ISIS popped up, thank God we had Donald Trump to obliterate them. Goodbye. Eviscerate them. Gone. Hamas, whether they're the duly elected government 
in what would be Palestine or not, or in Gaza or not. It is a terrorist organization. They've got a charter. Look up. Don't take my word for it. Look up on the Internet. You seem to have the Internet. Look up the Hamas charter. Go find out what Hamas would like to do with Israel. Go look it up. It is an actual governmental document of the government of the Gaza Strip that says it is for the annihilation of Israel. Look it up. (laughs) Don't believe me. You might think I'm lying. I have told you over and over for all these years on this show, do not believe what I say. Look it up. And then you come back and realize that what I said was true. And if you don't think it's true, call me, send me an email, tell me what's not true. But at the end of the day, what you have is an illegitimate government that's run by terrorists. And it's right next door to our friend Israel. And out of the blue, decided it wanted to kill a thousand plus Israelis over the weekend. We don't even know. Carrie, do we have a number on how many hostages they have? We don't even know, do we? No, we don't. I've heard a hundred. Biden doesn't know. There's no way to know right now. Mm -mm. Sullivan doesn't know. Blinken doesn't know. Kirby doesn't know. KJP doesn't know. They've got a bunch of hostages. Many of them, from what I understand, are held underground in some tunnel system. And if Israel dares respond to an unprovoked terrorist attack by Hamas, they'll start live televising the execution of the hostages. You tell me why we've got people who are members of our Congress in this country who would ever show support for somebody who would do that. Kill babies, kill women, kill pregnant women. Do things that I came to describe on my show. There's no rationale for it. But this loon, this nut job, has the Palestinian flag and the pride flag outside of her office. And you shouldn't have to make a rule that you can't have a terrorist flag outside your office. That should be obvious. To me, it would be like flying the Nazi flag outside of your office or the ISIS flag or the Al-Qaeda flag, if there is one, that would be a problem. Now, I am somebody who believes in common sense and free speech, but that's an office that's owned by the American people, and it does have decorum. Just like they changed the whole dress rules, the dress code for John Fetterman, of course, they had to very quickly change it back because the American people said, you're not doing that in representing us in the House or Senate. You've got to dress right. And they listened and they changed it. You can have a dress code. You can have a code of a protocol in the halls of Congress. And if she wants to hold the ISIS flag or wants to hold the Al-Qaeda flag or she wants to hold the Nazi flag or she wants to hold hold the Palestine flag outside in her own free time, fine, but not in the halls of Congress that I pay for. I think we get to set the rules, don't we? I'm not against her being able to, to show some sort of support by flying the flag for something disgusting and heinous like Palestine, but do it outside of your house. Do it at City Hall outside front holding up the flag. Don't do it in the halls of Congress. What are you, stupid? You must be stupid. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. I definitely want to hear from you on this. Phone line's loading up if you can't get through. 888-941-7247. Go to the website, JoePags.com. Scroll down to the bottom, click on contact, and we'll catch you there. Keep it here. Joe Pags coming back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory. 
Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hey, thanks for stopping by. We've got a lot going on in this program today on your Tuesday. We've got Robert Sherman next hour from News Nation. He is in Tel Aviv, Israel. He's going to fill us in on what he has seen with his own eyes and what he's heard from people who have been talking to him about exactly what's going on. And you're not going to believe what everybody's got on their phones. So he tells us about that as well. That's next hour. Make sure you stick around. Lieutenant Colonel Jeffrey Atticott, hour number three. Make sure that you stick around for that as well. What should the proper military response be? How did we not see this coming? And he's got a really cool answer to that. So make sure you stick around. Let me tell you about the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. Have you gotten some of these yet? Got three in the house. They work great. They use proven oxy technology, quickly destroying viruses, odors, mold, and a lot more. I'm talking about any smell, any odor is going to be gone once you plug this into the outlet. doesn't take up any floor space, no big long cords to trip over. It plugs right into the outlet. Powerful thunderstorm sends out O3 molecules they seek out and destroy odors. These mo- molecules even go behind and under furniture. So you don't have to get in your hands and knees trying to find out what stinks there, right? They're going to help you out. No filters to buy either. Saving you money every single month. Start enjoying your home again. Get several thunderstorms. We've got three in our house. You can save a bunch of money on a bunch of them right now. You can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for the entire home. Get three units for under 200 Put one anywhere you need it and track down those odors and get rid of them. It leaves this great fresh scent behind as if a thunderstorm has just rolled through. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Put in discount code PAGS, P-A-G-S. Save 200 bucks. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is PAGS, P-A-G-S. Shipping is absolutely free. We go to the phone lines. A lot of people have a lot to say about what's going on over at Israel. Going to be Richard in Honolulu. Richard, what's going on? Hi. Hi. Okay, here's what I've never understood. Trump already proved himself to be a good friend of Israel. And then Yahoo had eight years of experience with the Obama-Biden administration to understand that they were no friend of Israel. Right. So I found it rather weird that he was the first world leader to call to congratulate Biden for winning the presidency, even when it was still being contested. And only yesterday, he said that it was the global community that got ISIS eliminated. No, it wasn't. It was Trump. So we have a lack of smart leadership on the part of Israel that may have contributed somewhat to this horrific situation, including giving away Gaza, like you mentioned earlier on. Well, Gaza was given away in 2005, so that had nothing to do with the actors that you're talking about, although Netanyahu was involved. Uh, Richard, I appreciate the call. Let me answer the best way I can. Israel is our little brother in the Middle East. It's our best friend in the region by far, by a lot. It is the the most westernized society you're going to find in that part of the map. Him calling Biden to congratulate him was after Biden was declared the winner. It was being contested. There was, of course, there were great arguments about it. But I guess he would have called Trump the same way, congratulated him. Trump, of course, is who took out ISIS, along with forcing Russia to help take out ISIS. Um, Trump really used his leverage very, very well in getting rid of that radical Islamic group. I don't know Benjamin Netanyahu. I know that he's a tough guy that loves freedom. I saw a video yesterday from him from 1978. People can look this up. He called himself Benjamin Nittay. Uh, I think it was N-I-T-A-Y back in 78. He was an author. It was like a pen name. But what he had to say then was applicable today. The guy has absolutely always been for freedom, for liberty, and for coexistence. Why he makes that call, that's some sort of political thing. I don't know. Um, he, he was told that's who won. 
Why he said the world community did that? I don't know. Trump did it, clearly. But Netanyahu is the one who's, who sat outside the, the Oval Office for hours as Obama made him sit there. He was treated like garbage. Israel was treated like garbage by Obama and Biden, and now by Biden again. So I can't answer for why he did what he did in 2020, why he said what he said about ISIS. I can tell you this. He's a guy that loves Israel, loves his relationship with the United States, and is willing to, to make a deal where everybody coexists. The problem is Hamas and the Palestinian side and Iran and others don't want that to happen. Let me go back at it. Paul, Michigan, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Good evening. Hi. I think I got three things to say. First of all, Rashida Tlaib, absolutely disgraceful what she's done, what she's saying. I feel that at a minimum she should be censured. At a maximum she should be even removed from office or resign. Secondly. She won't resign, but go ahead. Yes. Secondly, if Iran is truly involved, I think that some of their military structures or possibly even their nuclear program should be held at risk, if you know what I mean militarily. Yes. And then third, the other concern that no one's talking about is we've got a war in Ukraine. We've got a possibility of a war, or actually is a war, in the Middle East. What's stopping China from invading Taiwan? We are so tied up. Nothing. Well, they're going to. I appreciate the call. Uh, great, great points, great comments, great question. China is going to invade Taiwan. I don't see any way around that. Once they saw that we left Afghanistan with our tail between our legs, once they saw that we allowed Russia to roll into Ukraine, did not use our leverage to stop them from even going into the country, why wouldn't they? And now they're working with Russia against us, which doesn't make any sense, against the West, which doesn't make any sense. As far as Rashida Tlaib, should definitely be censured. I don't think she's on any committees, but should not be anywhere near a committee. There isn't a Speaker of the House right now. Probably tomorrow night we'll get one, and then all that, that action can start. But any, any member of Congress, from Tlaib to Elon Omar to AOC to Ayanna Presley to Jamal Bowman, anybody who has shown any sort of de-escalate and stop, uh, don't retaliate, any talk about supporting Palestine, they should, they should be censured. And their, their ability to do anything outside of simply voting on issues should be taken away in Congress. Because they're not there as actors for the American people or, or actors for the American Constitution. They're there for radicals. Matthew, very quickly, Minnesota, let's go. So uh, two points real quick. So the, uh, the atrocities that took place, you know, beheading of, of people, let's just leave it at that. This isn't, un- this isn't uh, uncommon in history. If we look back at the Japanese and how those soldiers fought, this was done then too. This is a cultural thing. These people have been programmed, and they're easily persuaded to carry on these type of actions, and there's lots of them. Okay, so what do we do? Well, the answer to that is, it's what, it's what the answer has always been, westernized, right? Israel, the Gaza Strip, 2005, that was a, that was a peace offering, right? Like, let, let's get along here. Here's the Gaza Strip. Let's it work didn't this work, out. right. And, you know, no, 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 I got to run. I, I thought that you were going to make a statement about, you would do this right now. I mean, if you're saying Israel should, should retake Gaza, that might be an option. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here.